Anyway, so I want to ask y'all, uh, does anybody in here, now we, uh, we had Emma, Emma and Daniel, they're, they're moving into a new season of life, so they, they're probably, their resumes might be updated, I don't know. Uh, do y'all have a resume that's updated? Does anybody in here that have a resume? Have a resume handy. Is it updated? Never. Yeah, see, that's the funny thing. Some of us, some of us have a resume. Some of us have a resume, and sometimes it's, it's like, ooh, if I were to submit that right now, if somebody were to ask me for, you know, my resume right now, it might not be too good. But uh, here's the thing is, I want to talk to you all tonight about the God resume. And this is a totally different thing. This is a totally different circumstance. Um, so I want to, I always like, I always try to somewhat piggyback off of what Pastor Steven's talking about. And he was talking about this Sunday. What, what was he talking about? Gifts and calling, right? Gifts and calling. So, so we're all called, but it's about who's willing to answer the call, right? That's, that's a really important part. But the Bible also says that we're all qualified. And, and that, that's kind of, it kind of makes me feel nice when I say it. Like, I'm qualified. I'm, I'm, I'm qualified for a task. But uh, have you ever gone through your, your spam mail and, and, you, and you got a letter here and it says pre-qualified, 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 pre-qualified. And somehow, for a split second, it kind of makes you feel like, oh, that's nice. But really, they're just trying to get you into a long-term commitment. It's not really great for you. Um, and what did I do to be pre-qualified? I didn't do anything. I, I, I literally did nothing to be qualified. Um, but anyway, I want to start off with a few jokes really quick. I'm, I'm going to backpedal here. Don't worry. Sorry. I started delving into my intro here. But uh, So here's a quick joke. Mom, are bugs good to eat? This is a child talking to his, his mother. Mom, are bugs good to eat? Asked the boy. Let's not talk about such things at the dinner table, son, his mother replied. After dinner, the mother inquired, now, baby, what did you want, me, uh, want to ask me? Oh, nothing, the boy said. There was a bug in your suit, but now it's gone. <laughs> I feel like that, that would have happened to us at some point or another. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no. We're allowed to talk at the dinner table. This isn't Nazi Germany. Um, so uh, a kindergarten teacher gave her class a show-and-tell assignment of bringing something to represent their religion. You're going to love this, Melanie. So... The first child got in front of the class and said, my name, is, uh, my name is Benjamin, and I'm Jewish, and this is my Star of David. The second child got in front of her class and said, my name is Mary, I'm Catholic, and this is my crucifix. The third child got up in front of his class and said, my name is Tommy, and I'm Baptist, and this is my casserole. <laughs> if you don't get the context there, Baptists love potlucks. Yeah, there we go. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, you guys are so receptive today. I appreciate y'all. So this is my last one, this last one. All right, so a group of seminary students gathered around in their chapel right as they're getting uh, ready to graduate and they're being admonished by their, their dean. And the dean says, I, I just want to leave you with two things. As you go on to pastor a church, I don't want you to just try to pursue having the biggest church because it can be stressful. It can be stressful. You're going you're gonna to have to manage a lot of people. It's just, it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Also, you guys have a lot of annoying, so when you pray in faith, things, things are going to tend to happen for you. So don't pray for a pretty wife because pretty wives tend to be kind of high maintenance. And so this one, one, uh, one student, he goes off completely 
goes against orders. Comes back a year later, they're all, they're all talking to each other, and they said, so how, did, how has your last year been? He said, you know, it's great. I, uh, I did pray for a big church and a pretty wife, um, and I, it almost happened for me. It almost happened for me. I prayed for a big church and a pretty wife, and uh, I got a pretty church and a big wife. <laughs> I thought Daniel would like that. <laughs> Daniel loves those jokes. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So anyway, qualified, approved. These are, these are important phrases. Um, there's a whole book written by, I think it's Craig Rochelle, all about how qualified we are about how qualified we are to go in and go after tasks, but there is a contingency here. So qualification is really great, but it's pending upon approval. So we're gonna delve into that some more. But qualified, let's go to the definition of qualified. We, uh, when you are qualified, you meet the proper standards and requirements and training for an office or position or task, holding appropriate documentation and officially on record as qualified to perform a specific function or practice as a, uh, practice a specified skill. All right. So, basically, I think we all kind of have a decent idea of what qualified means. But we're going to go into uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 4 through 6. All right. So, such is the confidence and steadfast reliance and absolute trust that we have through Christ towards God. Not that we are sufficiently qualified in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency and qualifications come from God. He has qualified us, making us sufficient as ministers of a new covenant of salvation through Christ, not of the letter of the law, but of the Spirit. So, that's all right. We're good there. So, we are made sufficient through faith because the word says, that we receive salvation by faith, correct? So if our salvation is what empowers us to be sufficient and qualified, then we receive. Connecting the dots here? You get what I'm saying? So qualification comes through faith. By faith, through believing in our salvation, we also know that we are qualified. Now, there are faith things that require action, and there are faith things that just require believing, right? And that's what I want to get into today because there can be somewhat of a skewed idea between grace and works, right? And there is a work that we have to, have to do. There is a work that is a result of us believing in the grace that we have from God. There is, is a, a work that we have to do as a result of knowing that we are qualified by God, okay? So, qualified. Let's see. So can you go to Colossians 1, 9 through 12? So this is, um, I'm, I'm going to kind of skip through this a little bit uh, for the sake of time. But Colossians 1 through 12 is basically a prayer. Uh, Paul and Timothy are admonishing the church of Colossae. And, um, and they're basically believing and in, in, in putting out petition and prayer for, for the church. But it says... At the very end, it says that you're, so you can be empowered to do certain tasks. It says, I pray that the Spirit is infilling you and giving you new knowledge so that you have the power to go out and do new tasks, to do great works. But that it ends and says, thanks to, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints 
God's people in the light. So we have been called and qualified. So you can say it now, I'm qualified. I'm qualified. That's a wonderful feeling, right? Bank of America sent me a letter and now I'm qualified. But am I approved? That's the question, because they don't know my credit when they're sending me those letters. They don't, know, they don't know if I have done anything to earn the approval. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying you need to earn approval from God, but let me, let me, let me speak the truth here a little bit, the truth in love. So, it's the Father who qualifies us, not our own works. We gain this as an inheritance instead of earning it as a wage. Qualified means also, this is the secondary definition of qualified, limited or restricted, not absolute, contingent upon something else. So the qualified, I'm not trying to take the wind out of the sails of the whole qualified thing, but it means nothing without this contingency, this, this approval, right? So like uh, ben, Ben's learning some roofing this week, right, Ben? That's, that's pretty cool. It's a, it's a totally different world, but what we do oftentimes in the roofing world, especially when there's lots of storms, is we hand people a sheet of paper after we've done their inspection, after we've educated them on the whole process. It's called a contingency agreement. So when we hand them this contingency agreement, it is contingent upon insurance approval. So it says in there in the fine print, it says, if insurance does not approve of this roof, then this contingency agreement means nothing, right? So we have a contingency that in the word. When we, well, yes, we're qualified. That's awesome. That empowers us, us that that's, lets us know who we are and how we are in standing. But the results and the ben- let's let's paraphrase this really quick. The results and benefits of my qualification are limited to and contingent upon my approval of God. Knowing you are qualified is the first step towards knowing who you are confirmation that you have been worthy of submission with the hope of being approved. I'm going to say that one more time because it kind of can be. It's confirmation that you have been made worthy of submission with the hope of being approved. So I want to elaborate on this for a minute. Um, So has anybody used the the job service Indeed before? All right. (laughs) They've used it a lot. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So uh, Indeed is this really cool job service. Yeah, it's an app. It's it's super easy. You you put your you, there's a there's a format for your resume, so it makes writing a resume even easier than what a resume should be. It's pretty it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. So you plug in all your information there. It actually breaks it down for you. It makes it really simple. So what's cool about Indeed though is you can make yourself public. What happens when you make yourself public? As you, all you do, you don't put all your extra information out there. You just put your qualifications. So if you have a certification, if you have a, a degree, if you have a license, you put that on there. And that they're basing their interest in you. Now the, the owners of these businesses or whoever, these talent scouts, they can come and look for you based on your qualifications alone. But they don't know your full resume. Now God has reached out to us. He has said, based on your qualifications alone through me, I want you to seek me out and submit yourself for approval to me. Does that make any sense? Does that make any sense? So when I get, I get these emails on, D, on Indeed, they say, hey, you've been roofing for four years or whatever it is. Like they, they go through, you have a GED, you have a high school diploma, you know, you're, you're qualified. 
they reach out to me, but there's something about when I apply to those jobs that I am more apt to be approved. But there's something about when I go and apply, seek those jobs out, the other jobs out, I'm not as confident about it, and I might not even submit myself for approval. So there's just something about knowing that God says, hey, you're qualified, that should allow us to seek out and submit our approval to him, right? So does that, I mean, I think we're, we're, we're jiving here, but what's so important about this is it helps us understand that we can draw nigh unto God. This is how we understand that we, so, so qualification is, is really great, but it's just a first step. It's just believing that I am the guy who graduated high school. I'm the guy who has a CPR certification. I'm the guy, but when I have to show myself and present myself approved, that is a whole other process. I have to present myself, I have to dress in, in such a way, I have to show myself in such a way that is totally different. Um, when I present myself before someone, uh, I make myself available. I draw in. This is, the, this is the very definition of present. To make yourself available, to draw in, to talk and behave in a particular way when you meet someone. So I can be this great guy on paper, but if I go into an interview, if I go into a job interview, and I don't present myself as the man on that paper, then there's an issue. And they feel like they've been bamboozled. A little bit. Um, so when I say that I am this person, when I present myself on this paper, I need to show up as that person. So we have been qualified. We've been covered in the blood. We've been, we've been given salvation. And God now sees us as Jesus. That's a, that's a hard thing to grasp. But he now sees us as Jesus. So now we have to learn and pursue how to get ourselves to start looking like Jesus. And that is how we reach approval. So I want, I want to really delve into this because approval can be, I think, goes hand in hand with anointing. When you're approved, you can be anointed to do great tasks. And I think that we've gone away from not us as a church. I think New Life Church is great about this. But as a church body in the, in the country, maybe, as a whole, we've gone away from the anointing. And the anointing is so important because the anointing comes from a place of honor it comes from a place of submission that a lot of places people don't want to go to because they're so scared of sounding religious that they hide away from the greatness, the scariness of who God can really be, right? He is great. So we present ourselves, uh, make ourselves available. We diligently present and show ourselves approved to the Lord as a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We present ourselves to God by keeping his commandments. That is 2 Timothy 2.15. Once again, that is diligently present myself approved to the Lord as a workman who need not be ashamed. So a workman, we're, we're, approved, we're approved workers. We're trying to be approved workers for the kingdom, right? Rightly dividing the word of truth, we present ourselves to God by keeping his commandments. Now, I want to I, I elaborate on this a tad bit because we're going to use the word strive. And the word strive is in the word. Ironically, there are some great, great Bible teachers who I look up to, who I listen to very often, who are getting into messages about how we shouldn't strive. 
Uh, we shouldn't. Very, very Bible-based, very, very solid people. And, and I'm just me. I'm just 26-year-old. You know, I haven't been doing this for very long. But I found the word strive very often in the Bible for it to not be um, done. <laughs> um, so, um, and, and, the whole biblical, and the whole basis of those teachings are based on we, uh, we do not do things. We receive grace by faith, right? Grace by faith. But we receive qualification in grace by faith. But we seek approval through striving. So this is, um, yes, so that was 2 Timothy, study and do your best. uh, 2 Timothy 2.15, study and do your best to present yourself to God approved. A workman tested by trial who uh, who has no reason to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. All of my references are from Amplified, by the way, tonight. So, we present ourselves by keeping his commandments. So, how, when I show, my, show myself, I, I want to figure out, when I, if I'm going into a job interview, I want to figure out what the company's all about. I want to figure out what their morals are. I want to figure out what, what their, their whole culture is about. Are they... Should I dress up in a suit for my interview? Should I be wearing a polo in my interview? Um, These are important things. So I want to research. I want to know about God before I seek and present myself for approval, right? So 1 Timothy 4, 7 through 10. So on the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Now, uh, quick context. Again, this is Timothy admonishing a church. He is, uh, he's mainly speaking to ministers, but we, I think we are all anointed and called to be ministers of the word. It's just about, like Pastor Stephen was talking about, we're willing to answer that call. But this, this whole chapter is just Timothy talking about how we should be excellent, but we should strive and work hard in our study of the word and our preaching of the word, that we should preach out in public often, that we should recite scripture in the public often. So it kind of contends this whole not striving thing because he's talking about be hardworking in everything you do for, for, the, for God. So this is, this is where we start getting into the approval process. So um, on the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness, keeping yourself spiritually fit, for physical training is of some value. Good job, Ben. But godliness, spiritual training, is of value in everything and every way. Since it uh, holds promise for the present life and for the life to come, this is a faithful and trustworthy saying, worthy uh, worthy of full acceptance and approval. It is for this that we labor and strive, often called to account, because we have fixed our confident hope on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe in him, who recognize him as the Son of God and accept him as Savior and Lord. So it's funny because there's still a faith. Um, that is 1 Timothy 4, 7 through 10. So, that, uh, um, but I like that it says that we're striving, we're working hard towards, we're actually laboring towards these things. And it is, but it's still by faith. So the, the faith part doesn't get out of it. The, the faith is still very important. The faith is still what drives us. But if we don't understand grace and faith, 
we don't understand our qualifications, then when we fully understand how qualified we are, then we feel confident to submit ourselves approved. We feel confident to do the work. We feel confident. So there's actually work before the work, right? We get ready to present ourselves. And then even once we have approval, we're still striving. We're still going after things. There's still a process to it. But here's the thing is it's such a blessing. And I'll get to that at the very end, how much of a blessing this is for us. And, and, and besides the worldly blessing, but just getting to know God better. Getting to know who he is more. So. We don't strive towards grace, but if you believe you've been approved to work under the most high, you will strive towards being obedient and skillful enough to obey his commands. So to put this in a worldly, practical perspective, if, uh, let's say, the owner of Tesla comes to me and he says, hey, I, uh, I see you're qualified, don't know how, see how you're qualified to be one of our engineers. We're going to pay you a million dollars a year. We're going to give you all the benefits in the world. Every new Tesla that comes out, you're going to get the first model. You know, this is, this is, these are the, these are, and you get to hang out with Elon once a week and, and I don't know, he'll buy you a mansion. I don't know. I'm just trying to spice it up as much as possible because we're not even going to come close to the benefits of God. But let's let's try to let's try to make it somewhat you know put it into perspective. Now God is, He is doing that to us. Now when I so when Elon shows up and he and he hires me and he picks me up in his car and and we have really awkward conversation because that guy is pretty socially awkward. We're gonna we're gonna drive in the Tesla. It's gonna be really quiet because there's no engine, and but I'm gonna get to work every single day early, dressed to the nines trying to figure out how I can be better at my job every single day. Why? Because I have such a great boss. I have such a great job. I have such, y'all have a great job. Whether you work a job or not, y'all have a great boss. Whether you work a job or not, you have the almighty God as your boss. This is kingdom business. We are, we are doing a great work. So, why just stop at qualified? Why just stop at qualified? I want to get motivated. I want to get excited about my God. I want to go and go after approval because my God is a good God, right? The qualification is great. It makes me, it gives me the warm and fuzzies. It makes me feel nice. It gets me into heaven. It's really important. It really is. It's super important, but it also should give me the confidence to go after the approval and present myself as a living sacrifice. So, Hebrews 11, 1 through 2. This is a big faith chapter. Big faith chapter. Now, faith is the assurance, the title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what we cannot experience by the physical senses. For by this kind of faith, the men of old, the new covenant did not, oh, the men of old gained divine approval. Now, I have an extra little note in here. It does say the men of old, but I want to elaborate on this. The new covenant did not change the key to approval. 
It is still by faith. Otherwise, we would not be receiving New Testament instruction to copy Old Testament practices. You get what I'm saying? In Hebrews, they wouldn't be talking about all these men of faith from the Old Testament and all these great stories if we were not supposed to do the same things. There would be a caveat somewhere involved. Uh, We would not be led astray in this big chapter that is meant to call us out to do great things of faith. So it's important to know because we also talk, it talks about, um, I spoke in an earlier chapter about how we have a new covenant. The new covenant does not change the faith side of things. So when we are doing this, we're submitting. We're submitting ourselves. I'm submitting my profile, my resume, my God resume. Now this is important because we don't want to submit our own resume And what do I mean by that is I don't want to submit who I am to God when I'm seeking out approval. But by faith, I want to submit who he is to God so that I can go out and do these great tasks. Does that make any sense? So this submission, the action, this is submission, the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. The action of presenting a proposal, application, or other document for consideration or judgment. Now, the documentation is really mostly just for the process of, of, of the application, the resume uh, shtick here, you know. But it also did say in Hebrews that we have a title deed in hand. So we actually don't just submit our application. We submit our title deed. Because we have received our qualification, so we can plead to God, and we not in a begging kind of way, but in a petition, in a faithful petition, we can say, God, I believe you have qualified me. I have the title deed here because I believe in it, and I have spoken it out, and I ask you to approve me for great works. I ask you to approve me to do great things. Because I haven't been great on my own, but I want to seek you out. I want to know you more. I want to know you in a greater way. And I want to tell you that this is, this is the key to doing away with an inferior mindset. This is the way to doing away with a less than mindset, a mindset of I, I shouldn't be doing anything. Because here's the thing is it sounds humble it sounds humble to say, and I, I'm coming down on myself right now just because earlier I said I'm just a 26-year-old who doesn't, you know, I haven't done as much. But I do believe that God has called me for a task. I do believe that he has qualified and approved me for this task. So I'm going to come down on myself for a second here there on that one. But what I will say is that you are not inferior. You are not less than. You are greater than all these things because you are God. You are one with God. Sorry, not you are God. Little g in a New Testament kind of way. Anyway, but in in Psalms, yeah, as well. Um, Anyway, backtracking. I just want to encourage you guys that you are qualified, and that that is a good feeling. That's an awesome thing. But I think that God wants you to step into some new things. I want, I want y'all to not just live 
and bask in grace, but be empowered by grace. Grace was never meant to be a crutch. It was always meant to be uh, a launching tool. It was meant to propel us forward. It was never meant for me to say, I'm just a broken man, but I've got, I've got my crutch so I can, I can get around at least. You know, I'm gonna get through life this way. No, I'm, I'm going to be propelled forward because of grace. And so I'm going to believe in it. I'm gonna stand on the approval that I have from God, not because of who I am, but because of who, what he did, I'm going to stand on his word and I'm going to learn his word. So there's this striving, there's this working, there's this, and, it, and, it's, and it's an anointed thing. I want to be anointed by God when I do things. I don't want to speak and blabber just to blabber so that y'all can go home and say, what was he saying? That was a bunch of nonsense. We are qualified with a sufficiency that only comes from God. So if we ever feel as though we are not good enough, it is possible that we aren't putting our faith in the God resume, but in our own resume. An inferiority complex stems from a self-conscious mind and not a God-conscious mind. An inferiority complex uh, <laughs> stems from a self-conscious mind and not a God-conscious mind. And what I mean by that is if your focus is on who you are when you are doing a task and not who God is, you are going to do it in and of your own strength. I have not plugged my power into the right source. I have plugged my power into a faulty source. When we lived in o o Oklahoma, I feel like you knew where I was going with this, maybe, I don't know. I went through three phones in a year because my because Oklahoma's voltage and houses are so low because the houses are all like way too old. All the electricity are, is, is so bad, so it would burn out my battery on my phone every single time. That's what it's like doing it on your own. That's what it's like doing it in and of your own strength. You're gonna get burnout, but you're also just not gonna be as powerful. You're not gonna be able to do the things that God has called us to do. And, and if you ever felt like you fell, sh fell short, there's the grace aspect of it, but there's the, man, do I, was I hooked up to God when I did that? Was I hooked up to God when I did that? Did I, you know, we're talking, I've been hanging out with Ben and Hayden a lot more lately, and, uh, and we've been working out and stuff, and we talk about all these different supplements. And it's funny, because you always, like, backtrack. You're like, man, I had a really great workout the other day. Um, did I take... Did I take creatine before that? Did I, what did I, what did I do? You're trying to like formulate it. You're trying to figure it out. But all we have to do is submit ourselves for approval and go after what God wants for our lives. And this is such a blessed way to live because then we can grab hold of what God wants for us and we actually know what he wants for us. We weren't, we weren't meant to go aimless through life. Now, there, there is the aspect of, of when I can't see it, you're working, when I, you know, and, it, and, and um, doubting Thomas, you know, more blessed are those who, who uh, have not seen and still choose to believe than those who have seen. So there is that aspect of it, but God also doesn't mean for us to feel chaotic. We weren't ever meant to feel chaotic. So when we seek out these approval, this approval, we are met with all sufficiency. 
we are met with all grace. We're met with everything that we need. So that means the talent, the ability, the skill. It does say that we are supposed to develop skills, by the way. Um, a funny, funny, quick excerpt. There's uh, this gentleman on Facebook. He teaches writing classes. He's, he, he does a lot of ads on Facebook. And I just, I thought it was funny because I totally agree with him. His whole shtick is that Christian music, music is kind of lame con consider considering comparing to a lot of secular music. And what I mean by that is just the creative side, the skillful side, right? And somebody, somebody in the comments, it, was, it, was just, it just made me chuckle a little bit. He said, I'm going to get to heaven, and David's going to play two chords and sing two notes, and everybody's going to be worshiping God to that tune. And I was like, yeah, except it says that we are meant to play instruments skillfully, and we are supposed to do things skillfully and with excellence, yes. And that is what you are meant to do. So as I, I know I'm stumbling over my words a little bit, but I want to encourage y'all. Don't stop at qualified. Submit yourself for approval. Go after what God wants for you. Go study the word. Study the word. I'm so proud of Michael. I want to just pat him on the back really quick. He wakes up before church every day and he, or before church every day, before work every day and church probably, to the point where faith knows that daddy's going to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, reading his Bible. 4.30? Sometimes 4.30. <laughs> I dare you to try that for a week. <laughs> I dare you. No, but, but he is somebody who is presenting himself approved before the Lord every single day with his first fruits of his mind, of his time, of his spirit. He is putting it into the word, and that is going to anoint him. I believe that Michael is anointed because of what, that, what is going on in his life. And, and the New Testament, when they went out to go do great works, when they were working all these miracles, you know, every single time some of these, these ministers would go out, they'd lay hands on them, and it says that they would lay their hands on them in approval. Some of the definitions say that they would lay their hands on them and send them out so that as they were going out, they were doing it approved. Never, never leave for a task without doing it approved. Never leave a task without doing it approved. So, what I want to ask you: if, Have you been using the God resume? Have you been doing some things without the God approval? Have you been doing some some things that that are in and of your own strength? Because we weren't meant to rely on ourselves. And I don't want to do things off of my own qualifications. God has said I'm more than enough. So you're more than enough. So live your life like you're more than enough. That's the difference. Live your life like you're more than enough. Um, so I'm just going to leave you. This is, a, this is a long one, so I'm going to read through it myself here really quick. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. Now it shall be, if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I am commanding you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city, and you will be blessed in the field. The offsprings of your body... Uh, 
and the pr produce of the ground and the offspring of your animals, the offspring of your herd, and the young of your flock will be blessed. Hey, Daniel, Emma, here you go. Uh, oh, I, I guarantee you knew, you probably know this one by heart. Uh, <laughs> your basket and your kneading bowl will be blessed. You will be uh, blessed when you come in and you will be blessed when you come out. Uh, the Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way, but flee from uh, before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and all that you undertake, and he will bless you in the land in which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a uh, people holy and set apart to himself, just as he has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk, that is, live your life each and every day in his ways, that is presenting myself approved. Uh, so all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord. So we're doing this so that people of the world can see that we're called. People should know who we are. The Lord will give you great prosperity in the offspring of your body and the offspring of your livestock and the produce of your ground and the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open uh, for you his good treasure house, the heavens to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all of your work of your hand. And you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head leader and not the tail, the follower. And you will be above only and you will not be beneath. If you listen and pay attention to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you to today, to observe them carefully. Do not turn aside from any of the words which I am commanding you today, to the right or to the left, to follow and serve other gods. So, this all starts with diligently listening. There's bless. I'm going to bless this, I'm going to bless that, I'm going to bless that. Your enemies are going to fall down in front of you, I'm going to bless that. But if you diligently pursue me, if you diligently pursue me, so can we do away with the whole, <laughs> there's no works? Because <laughs> there, you can go through life just off of grace and, and not do any works. That's fine. Uh, I, that's not how I want to live. And that's not how I want you to live. I don't think that's how God wants you to live. So can we, can we believe that together, that this church is going to go towards things, that we're not just going to be a qualified church, that we're going to be an approved church, that we're an anointed church. So I want to be obedient to God. No, no, no sin, no secret sin, no, no anything is going to keep me from being approved and anointed by God. So I can go out and do great works for him so that my fields are blessed, so that my country is blessed, so that I'm a giver and not a borrower. In Jesus' name, because that is who I am. That is who he called me to be, and that is who I am going to be.